Welcome to the 168th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. The action's back, we promise. Also, do we all know what that means? New book. We're one episode away from 169. <laughs> ow, ow. Nice. Is that like we're two people 69 and one person just like stands back and watches them? Is this like a voyeur thing? Yes. We're just going to dedicate that episode to Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's going to be Ooh's episode. That's coming out Valentine's Day, February 14th. Be there, be square. <laughs> I love it. Be there, beware. I love it. Anyway. So we've made a lot of adjustments to the Citadel. We've all learned new things. We've bought fun new toys. And now it's time to continue on our adventure. Good moving in. Christine, that was very smooth. <laughs> Y'all are funny. <laughs> I try. So first off, as you all sleep over the course of the next couple of days, in your dreams, you see a lady appear to you. Hey there, sugar baby. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Different lady? No, actually, Matt, you're 100% correct. Sploosh! Oh, okay. So these nightmares supersede my other nightmares, or these dreams? These aren't nightmares. This is actually... These dreams supersede my other nightmares? Yes, this is actually a soothing dream, which for Sreya is fucking weird. It's a welcome reprieve. As you are all sleeping, this woman appears to you. As you are all sleeping, probably fairly well, considering how long you've been traveling and you're finally in your own beds, this white-haired, pale, gray-skinned woman appears to you. She's draped in blacks and purples and reds, and she's holding an hourglass with red sand that trickling through. And as she's visiting you, she you see her smile and touch each of you in the middle of your forehead. And very quietly, you hear her say to you, thank you, as she fades away. The next morning, you all wake up and you feel a warm pulse where she touched you. Now, if you'll all take a second to open up your character sheets and you'll see a little star on the far right side that says effects, go ahead and click that and you might notice something new on there. We have a moderate boon from Therasma. Isn't that the thing we got for cleaning the temple? Yeah, I guess now it's permanent. It's a permanent boon now. Cool. Hooray. Very nice. So now you all get plus one positive damage to undead forever and a plus one status bonus per spell level to your spells that heal the living, and you get a plus one status bonus to hit points restored for that spell. Mm. It's not a bad boon to have forever. Very nice. So Phrasma has given you her moderate boon forever and ever. Yay. Nice. With all of that out of the way, you all meet up in the base of the Citadel around the Ayudara, and are you all ready to jump to the next portal? Well, I think Knife Sword's seen them before, but I don't think Ooh has unless she's been down here. Well, we came back this way from... Uh... Oh, that's true. We did come back through it with her. Yeah. Rob Newell. Yes. And I will pull out the jewel that is the key. And why are we jumping? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Let's rewind. You have heard through the grapevine that the Scarlet Triad is kind of in disarray because some group of quote unquote heroes have been messing up their plans. You've also heard that the second in command of the Scarlet Triad is attempting to seek an alliance with creatures. 
with what creatures? It's varied from different news sources. So Absalom is saying it's dragons. Ravnul is saying it's drow. You know, Breach Hill says it's Dwergar. Draugr? I can never pronounce them. Durgar. Yeah. So it's been kind of this, you're not sure. It's not good because none of those creatures are things you particularly want to deal with. But it's the Scarlet Triad and we don't want to let them do their thing. Might as well finish what we started. Mm, indeed. Kill them all! <laughs> well, I know we can stop slaveries. A plus. And who knows, maybe this time we will finally run into Temet as I look directly into camera. <laughs> as I hold Temet's mug up to the camera. So you touch the Eye of the Wise to the Jewel Gate and you see the stone within the arch turn into a mist as you all step onto the other side. Well... I was just going to hold out a hand and just be like, remember what happened on the way to the Moenge Expanse? I'm not sure if we should expect that again. There's always been something on the other side whenever we're at that middle space, so just be wary. Yeah, Tuntown's definitely going to pull his sword out before, before we step through. Brianna will too and make sure her shield's raised. And with that, you all pop through. Oh, wait, wait, Sean, before we go through, I'm posting a note to the side of the wall. Then we can go through. Okay, what is the note saying? It's for Warble. Oh, it just says muck is green. Mold is green. Something, something lucky me. You're pretty. Bye for now. (laughs) So you step through and you are all inside this magnificent, colorful cave. Magnificent, colorful crystals grow out of the walls of this 15 foot high, musty stone chamber, fanning out from a stone archway and filling the room with kaleidoscopic light. This archway is studded with gems and decorated with carvings of panthers. Along one wall, a row of bookcases and a wooden desk remain in prime condition, oblivious to the weight of years. A long-dead skeleton sits slumped in a chair at the desk. The soft sound of muffled sobbing and wailing wafts through the air. At which point you see standing up from the desk, someone stand up, turn to you, smile, and say in Elven, Oh, hello. And I just sent you a picture of what she looks like. She looks like she's screaming and she's made of smoke. We're singing. She could be singing. Chudo no. Yeah, she's made of smoke though. Yeah, this could either be really good or really bad and nothing in between. Well, we come in with our weapons drawn. I I think she also should be as weary of us as we are of her, right? (laughs) Probably. So Twin Town will respond in Elvish, I guess. Hello there. General Gnome. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Is this someone I would recognize? Oh, Christine. You wouldn't recognize her, but she is definitely a ghost. All of your ghost senses are going off. Okay. She looks up. Oh, hello. Nice to see you all. How are you doing? Um, fine. This may be a weird question, but where are we? Oh, hello. We're in the Jewel Gate way station. What brings you here? Tuntel will kind of look back at his friends and be like, well, we are traveling through. We heard that there are some slavers who are trying to expand their business and their power. And we were hoping to stop them from doing that. And this was the fastest way to get to where they are. A look of confusion crosses her face and she sits back down at the desk and looks down at a book 
in front of her. And as you say that, she looks up again, looks back at you. Oh, guests, hello. Um, what brings you here? And she stands up. Ooh will walk over and take a look at the book, just not even saying a word. Okay. Do you speak Elvin? Let me look. Yes, she does. Okay. So as you look over this book, you notice that despite the musty smell in this this whole place, the book is in pristine condition. You see that there are a couple of books open and you see that there's something about evocation magic is written in Elven. It doesn't make a lot of sense to you, but it's, it's definitely about evocation magic. You also see that in one of the other books, there's research notes regarding the nature of the Ayudara of those in Elseta's ring in particular. And you also see that there is some information about serpent folk and dangerous crystals. What are these notes that you have here on dangerous crystals? You see her look over to where you are. She looks at you. Oh, um, hello. Um, welcome to my, my study. Uh, what are you doing here? I think she's broken. Not that I understand what the fuck is being said, but it sounds like the same words over and over again. Right. I'm hoping we can break the ghost and then like in these short snippets, we can maybe get some information out of her. Maybe they're like a memory, but the memory will change every 10 seconds. I don't know. I want to point to the page. What are these dangerous crystals? Oh, behind me, you'll see some crystals. Those have been filled with necromantic energy. They're slowly draining the life out of this room. Thankfully, I'm not affected by it. And you see her sit down, look down at the books, look up, look back to the group. Oh, guests, hello. Is she sitting up and down on her own skeleton? Yep, right up and down and on the skeleton. Okay. I relay this information for everyone. Is there anything we could like recall knowledge about this? Yes. Uh, let me roll for you, Christine. I have elven lore. I have society. Ooh. All right. You, like after staring at her and seeing her do this repeated motions, first off, you know that she died from the crystals here. Those are what have obviously killed her. As a ghost, she is kind of stuck in this like loop. She only can talk or remember things for a short amount of time. Like if you guys sit here and observe her, she'll walk over to some of these crystals that are to your east and like start to go to take a sample. And then you see her like kind of look confused and then walk back to the desk, sit down, look at her notes, go to turn the page, get very confused again, stand up, walk back to the crystals. So it's like she has the memory of a goldfish. Every time she goes just to make a change, it snaps and she doesn't interact with anything. Also, since you critically succeeded with your elven lore, you know that her name is Talmeria, T-A-L-A-M-I-R-A. Talamira. What? Talamira. Talamira, thank you. Look, it's 168 episodes. Why would I start pronouncing things correctly now? <laughs> I know. And you remember that she was a assistant to one of the people who helped build the Ayudara. This jewel gate looks like it's dedicated to Uriel, the elven goddess of magic, who is known for her strong affinity for crystals and gems. So you remember that she was an assistant to some of the people building the Ayudara. The sobs are coming from the crystals. You all can recognize that now. Do the sobs sound like us? 
Or do the sobs sound like somebody else? Do the sobs sound like her? No, they sound otherworldly. Okay. And as she approaches the crystals, they get louder. And as she walks away, they get quieter. So with that spiritual sense, I can tell ethereal creatures are spirits trapped inside solid objects. Do I notice that? Like the crystals? The crystals are crying. It makes sense something might be trapped in them. There is nothing trapped in them. But I will say that, Brianna, since you are a master of medicine, you recognize the way necromantic energy can be used for both healing and harm. And you kind of see that these crystals are just batteries of the harmful necrotic energy that is just seeping into this room. And those crying is coming from that energy. This is an abomination. Christine, you also know with your studies of the undead and ghosts and things like that, the reason she can sit down on her skeleton and not be affected by it is she doesn't know she's dead. Oh, I gathered. And if you confront her with that, it could be bad. I say we try to destroy the crystals and see if maybe that stops inhibiting her and maybe lets her actually like function for more than three seconds at a time. She might get really angry if we do that. Then we deal with that. Those crystals are an abomination and frankly, she needs to cross over herself gently or otherwise unfortunately her time had come and her remaining like this is not as it should be can you consecrate her body can you do that and if you do that can you get rid of her i suppose but unfortunately i think the way she's being held is a little more complicated than me doing anything with simply her body especially if these things are acting like an energy source since i don't know what a battery is sean sorry (laughs) are the crystals mechanically are they like a trap Mechanically, they are a hazard, yes. Could I try to disable them? Yes, you could. So you could either use thievery, if you're a master in it, to carefully fracture the crystals, or if you're an expert in crafting, to place objects to stop the resonance between the crystals. What was the second one? Crafting as an expert in crafting or a master in thievery. Are you a master in thievery? I am. I am not. Well, twin talent is. How many crystals are there? Only six of them are actually hazards. So this is what I'm going to do, is I'm actually going to unhide the hazard symbol so you know which ones are which. Yeah, because I've got the crafting to do it and you've got the thievery if you want to split it up. Sure, I'll take the right side of the room. How are you approaching them? Carefully. All right, so as soon as you move within 10 feet, you see the ghost turn to you and say, you should be very careful. They will attack you. Thank you for the warning. Will you help us? I'm going to roll stealth to see if you move up there without triggering I said I did move carefully. So, Matt, you can move up to them without triggering them. Unfortunately, Christine, you did not move quite carefully enough, and you set one of them off. Can I hero point that? You may hero point that. I would like to try again. That is a success. Hooray! So you do not set off the crystals. I have a very good person to teach me how to be sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so if you both want to give me either a thievery or a crafting roll, All right, so you both manage to critically succeed with your disable checks. And actually, Matt, I'm going to move you between these two here, because with that crit, you can disable two of them. Are we going to tell them what we rolled or no? Yeah, we should. Yes. All right, so Soraya got a 36 for her crafting. And Twintalon got a 38 for thievery. I will let you know that the crafting and the thievery checks are different DCs. As you both disable two of these wailing crystals, the rest of the group notices that as the sound subsides, you see her kind of like 
relax a little bit and get a little bit more transparent. Move over to the one that I didn't finish yet. Do we want to ask her anything before she disappears? What seems like completely? I'd like to try something to help with that before she disappears. Sure. I have an ability called Occult Evolution, and I can spend one minute a day to choose one mental occult spell that I don't know and add it to my spell repertoire. Once I use it, I lose it, unless I redo it again the next day. Okay. So I have this found this spell called Modify Memory. It's a level four occult spell. You can alter a target's memories, either erasing a memory or enhancing a memory's clarity. If I enhance her memory, won't that help with her current condition? if we wanted to ask her questions. Yeah. So does that spell work, you think? I can't find anything here that says mental occult spell. I mean, that seems like a mental occult spell to me. Yeah, I'll let that work. That'll do. Okay. Target can attempt a will save to resist the spell, but I don't know if she's trying to resist. Yeah, she's good. Okay. So basically, I'm just going to enhance her memory so that she can remember things now. So she's not like a goldfish. Okay. As she looks around and looks a little bit more relaxed, she goes, oh. Thank you. Those dreadful crystals snuffed me out and they keep me here forever. I appreciate you removing some of them. I once was the assistant to Candleron. He's the one who chose this particularly lovely crystal cavern under what is known today as the Five Kings Mountain. We built this way station within Jewelgate to serve as a meditation chamber, a beautiful vault where within visitors could enjoy the glories of these beautiful crystal formations and worship Uriel. However, we did not know that this cavern was adjacent to a territory in the Darklands, specifically a serpent folk settlement in the Darklands. They were not too welcoming to us surface dwellers when we showed up, and when we attempted to parlay with them, it ended in bloodshed. Candleron and I decided that it would be best just to wait before using the portal again, and to ensure that Jewelgate's waystation remained a work of art in Uriel's honor, and that the serpent folk didn't try to invade it, I volunteered to become the waystation's guardian and the caretaker here. While the serpent folk never managed to activate the gate from the other side, the other side is named Narvolf. They did what they could to make caverns much less welcoming, should we ever decide. They then infused these crystals with strange magic that they had, and with an unanticipated interaction with Jewelgate and their sinister energies, it, they started to seep their way into here, into our own crystal gardens that we had built for Uriel. Now that over the centuries the poison that infected the crystals also infected me. It was at first very unnoticed, but eventually I realized something strange was going on, and the soft wailing from the crystals began to manifest. I naturally was intrigued by the magical pollution from the far side of the portal, and while I wasn't able to exit the waystation, I was able to do what I could to study the influence. But I attempted at one point to enhance the magic of the crystals to study the effects the insidious serpent folks had apparently trapped some of these. I was blasted with necromatic energies that killed me instantly. I was just so disoriented at the experience that I have lost track of the passage of time. Initially, until very recently, I didn't realize I had been killed, but I have spent many thousands of years in this perpetual cycle of study and forgetfulness, unaware that time had moved on until now. Will you be free if we uh, disable these last two here? Yes. 
And as she's saying this, she's switching between Elven and Common. It's this interesting mix of like a pigeon English where Brianna, you can catch every third or fourth word. Brianna's just nodding politely. Okay. <laughs> trying to put things together with context clues more than anything. This is like Galarian Esperanto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. Spanglish. Galarianto. And if this is as far as the necromantic energy is gotten. It, I don't know if it will come back, but obviously we don't want you trapped here. I appreciate that. It's been a long time. So what happened to your companion? He went back to the other side and I assume continued his work. As long as he's not likewise stuck somewhere. Not that I know of. Is there anything you want us to know? Somebody to say hello or goodbye to? I'm quite sure that everyone I knew is long since past. We elves are long lived, but even we have a expiration date, if you will. I just ask that you continue looking into and researching this strange crystal phenomenon. Anything else we should know about these crystals before we roll out of here? Not that I can think of, but please feel free to look over my books here that I've spent a long time cultivating. So what's exactly on the other side of this door then? At the time we went through, it was Narvoth, the Serpent Folk City. However, with such time having passed, I could not tell you what is on the other side of that portal. Twin Talon's interested to see once she passes and when we look at her journals, if it isn't like 30 to 40 pages of like coherent writing and then it's just the same page over and over again for 200 pages. Yeah. Where she just keeps recording the same thing. That's so sad. She's a ghost. She can't write. She can't pick things up. Yeah, it seems like every time she tries to interact with something is when she resets. Well, are we ready to let her go? Yeah, let's do that. One second. Oh, just I swear I had something for raising the dead. No. Uh, but, uh, no. But what do you mean you have something for raising the dead? Give it to here. What is this? I, I can't find it. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I did. Hmm. Check in the container shadows at sundown. What? The scroll of raising dead? We'll create undead? No, not that. I think he means like resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have to be dead for under a year, I think, to use that. Right. That's what I wanted to check. <laughs> trying to see if there was any hope. I don't think so. <laughs> you think we're a few millennia too late. Oh, well. Even if we did bring her back, there's no one left here for her. She could join us. Are you planning to make Warble jealous? No, I was trying to distract you. What is <laughs> happening? I'm going to make Warble jealous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> While that's happening, Sarah is doing her work on, on this last one near her. All right. And a 19 on the die for a 44, Matt. So that's an, also a critical. So you managed to deactivate all of the crystals here. And as soon as the last crystal is deactivated, you see Talmiria turn very transparent and wisp away. Does this count as her being destroyed? No, she is not destroyed. She is moving on to Phrasma's Boneyard but you could capture her spirit if you really wanted to. Yeah, that was, that was my question. She'll, I mean, she'll be purified either way. It's just whether or not she can help me on the way out. <laughs> yeah, she's a level 13 creature. Cool. Thanks, Telmira. So congratulations. You managed to disable all of the traps and put a soul to rest. Good job. That is the most peaceful way station we've been at. Also, now that she's gone, could she have killed us? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> that I have no doubt. Power word blind, phantasmal killer. Oh, yeah, she's a beast. <laughs> Just glad it wasn't a hag fight replay. My goodness. Well, shall we move on? Do y'all want to keep those books or anything, or you just want to... Well, we have bags of holding. We could uh, put them in the bag. Bag, bag, bag. So as you pick up the books, 
Um, first off, I'll let you know you can sell these for about 500 gold as they are the collection of ancient texts include original copies of ancient elven philosophical treaties as well as various works of arcane theory thought lost. Perhaps most importantly, these books contain information about a tradition of magic that has been lost, all but lost to elven society. The practices of the Crystal Keeper. You all gain access to the Crystal Keeper archetype if you would like. In all, the books in the library would sell for about 500 gold pieces to an interested buyer, and they weigh about 20 bulk. In addition, tucked among these books are two scrolls that fall out. They are a scroll of dimensional lock and a scroll of tongues. Dimensional lock? What's that? Dimensional lock. You create a shimmering barrier that attempts to counteract teleportation effects and planar travel into or out of the area, including items that allow access to extra dimensional spaces, such as a bag of holding. Dimensional lock tries to counteract any attempt to summon a creature into the area, but does not stop the creature from departing when the summoning ends. And then tongues lets you speak any language speak and understand dibs i fucking never know anything (laughs) (laughs) so i'm throwing those into the group loot of bag of holdings so what we need to invest in is five bag of holdings that all go to the same bag (laughs) it's like five openings with separate bags then like you can reach in from any one bag and you get all the same stuff is that a thing I don't think so. That'd be pretty cool. Also, just so you know, this chamber, this gate is comfortable no matter what temperature you like. It is that temperature for you. So everyone has their own personal like little AC unit if they want it. Also, you are not hungry or thirsty in here so you could survive without food or drink you can also rest in here i think some of us are thirsty no matter what (laughs) well different type of thirst different type different type of thirst so if you guys wanted to you could rest in here and it would be perfectly safe outside of the well now that you've gotten rid of the necrotic energy the bad resonance from the crystals yeah I suppose it's time to move on. Moving forward. Thanks, Lord. Do you need to rest? I know that you bought a bunch of stuff because you constantly need to rest. Is this too much? I'm actually asleep. (laughs) Okay. Checks out. What's the door on the other side look like? It is very similar to the one that you walked through initially. Through. So does it need like a port key again or is it just open and it opens up? Yeah, yeah. You guys know this trick. You guys touch the key to the other side. It opens for 10 minutes and you go through. Okay, more crystals. The crystalline walls of this 60 foot wide cavern arch up 30 feet to a glittering roof. The ceiling, walls, and even the floor of this cave sparkle with crystals of various sizes, shapes, and colors. Glowing whirls of energy periodically dart from one crystal to another. A stone arch of jewel gate looms along one wall of the cavern, framed by a starburst of crystals, while three tube-like exits, circular in cross-sections, exit the cavern from the wall opposite. Well, I have a question, y'all. So in that other room, the way station, I think she called it, there's necromantic energy in there that will sap us of our life source. Is that true for in here, do you think? Are we going to die? Well, I think we took care of the energy that was in there. Yeah, uh-huh. But what about these crystals in here? Are they going to sap our energy too? They might. That's a good thing to look for. So Twin Town will start looking at the crystals and listening to see, like, do they seem like they're screaming or crying or... They are not wailing, but you do hear 
like someone dragging something on the floor. Let me pull up the actual description instead of my bullcrap description. You see these crystals that are moving towards you are strange moving like ooze creatures. Crystal oozes now? Yeah, why not? Why do you ruin everything? We had a tallow ooze in one game we played. Yeah. Gross. And there's that urine ooze that's in the hotel. Oh yeah. That's disgusting. It's also not real. It's them being very bad at their recall knowledge checks. Oh, okay. No, no. There was a year of news. No, no. It's real. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> okay. Well, they don't look friendly because they don't look like they have brains. They look like they're mindless creatures, right? Yeah. Can you pull up an accurate image for them? You can as soon as I'm done rolling some secret things for y'all. So many dice. That's what you see. Oh. A carnivorous crystal. Great. I can't tell what that little furry animal is, but I don't want it to kill it. Yeah, I can't tell if it's like a dog or a gopher or... To gopher? Yeah. All right. Twin Talon, Brianna, and Knife Sword, you guys realize that the crystal growth along the wall suggests a regular pattern of being crushed only to grow back over time. So let's go with initiatives. Christine, what did Soraya get? 38. 38. All right. Haya. Holding that one for a 19. Cool. So you're getting two actions. Heidi. Ooh, got a solid, solid 24. Critical initiative, Haya. Got a natural 20. You get an extra action. If you get a natural one, you lose an action. Fun. You do have a hero point if you wanted to use it. You could reroll. Sure. That was a 17 on the die for a 35. Matt, what did Twin Talon get? Twin Talon, uh, he rolled okay. He got a 41. And Rob, what did Knife Sword get? He got a 35. All right. Respectable. Respectable. Would Brianna or Knife Sword like to go first? I feel like Knife Sword's going to do AoE stuff. So I would base it on depending on what he does, because I would hate to run in there and then be stuck in the middle of a gravity well. <laughs> Good idea. All right. You go first. All right. And with that... Next week, we will go to Twin Talon first. Jesus fucking Christ. Ah! What? (laughs) It's been a while since I've gotten to do that. I'm so happy. Before the combat even starts? Fine. (laughs) Bye. I put on battle music and everything. Fine. Goodbye. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. 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 See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackdiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo and used with permission. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound please visit them at epidemicsound.com. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at editingnate. And finally, a big, 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 big thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this podcast. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast. podcast.